Welcome to Is This Thing Working Tonight? We are going to discuss last night's debate. James and I are. The debate between uh, the presidential candidates. There were different candidates at the debate for Fox News, which was moderated by Dana Perino, Stuart Varney, and Ilya Calderon, which she was from the Univision. Univision. So if you didn't get to watch it last night, we're just going to give you a little overview Honestly, we didn't watch it either. We heard it later on. We listened to it today. <laughs> I didn't while care we to were watch working. It. We we yeah, we we listened to a podcast of it. Like, but no, last night I watched President Trump's speech. Yeah, we watched President Trump, and uh, it was way more interesting. I'm, I've heard that it was way more interesting. President Trump went to speak at the the U uh, in Clinton Township, Michigan, at Drake Enterprises to the um, auto workers. The, yeah, the UAW. The UAW. He was spot on all night long. So many people were there. It was an invitation-only event, but still he had like 10,000 10, or more people outside. Yes, and they couldn't they couldn't get in. Yeah. Of course, he you know had to make a joke and say, well, you need to make the place a little bigger. <laughs> so we all laughed about that. But, you know, he really presented a good vision of economic nationalism. That is where we need to focus is on our economic nationalism because we need to lower this inflation. You know, we need to help out the working man. And that's that was um, President Trump's message. Yep. That would be money better well spent doing that than rebuilding Ukraine because that's what we're doing with our money now. Um, and that's what we've learned this past week, too, is a lot of the money that we're sending over there is actually money that's going toward business owners and that kind of thing within their, their towns and cities, and it's helping them to rebuild their stuff. Oh, yeah, they're working on rebuilding Ukraine right now, and they're also, our money is going to have them do wheat and corn and and all of that while we're struggling to even buy it over here. Right. You know, the prices have just gone through the roof, and they're just using our tax money and sending it all over there to support yeah. them. Bring, bringing manufacturing back here, to me, is the biggest key. That's what's going to strengthen our dollar. Yes. Is that we have, is that we produce something of value for the rest of the world. That's what's going to strengthen our dollar. Us sitting here buying from China and being a consumption society is a slow death for us. We're not going to last at this rate. No, and that one of the things that President Trump, it really resonated with me because I really had no idea how many of our manufacturing has been sent overseas. Well, yeah. And he said 60,000. And he even, well, and he that's been he over, even said, I had to look at that number yeah, several and, times. And, and that's been since since NAFTA back in the 90s. That's yes. what we've had. And and that's what he said. He said, I, I thought 600, you know, was, was probably about the right number. He said 6,000 would have been, yeah, kind of kind a stretch. Of <laughs> yeah, kind of a stretch. But he said, I was amazed when I heard 65,000. And that, and that also equates to since NAFTA came along, that what do you say four point something four point two million jobs lost yes since then that was what it was mm -hmm. yeah and and that's the thing and that's the key and we all know that if if we haven't learned anything from 2020 which we learned a lot 
But one of the key points that I think gets lost in the weeds or, as Steve Bannon would say, the league gets buried, is the fact that we should have learned during 2020 just how dependent we actually are on everybody to supply us. We had nothing to offer. That's exactly right. Our, our people what, got shut down, and we had nothing to offer. We had nothing to keep our economy going. No, and you know what's fixing the is hitting us really hard right now. That's really not in the news a whole lot. I hear a little bit of whispering. Our antibiotics, yeah, are fixing to be very slim. Well, because we buy all of our antibiotics from China. Mm-hmm. Amoxicillin. Um, already, that's the that's the one that I've been hearing about. Yeah. So everyone better just yeah. Last night in in the uh, who's not going to be our president debate? <laughs> oh my gosh! Who's not going to be our president yeah. debate? We they, could sit here and talk about yeah. President Trump's um. All they all they were were, were policies all day. We know what they are and yeah. they're good. All, but this debate, all we seen last wow. night, all we seen last night was them all vying for position of which one's going to lose in what order. Yeah, <laughs> we'll rank them one through seven. Who's going to lose the the worst? Well, you know, I mean, they said the ratings were the lowest since 2015, and so I'm guessing that you, our listeners, did not get to watch it or didn't watch it because you know it's boring. So I'm going to tell you who was in it. We had Ron DeSantis yeah. from Florida, Florida Governor Nikki Haley, who used to be. In South Carolina. She was a governor of South governor, Carolina. That's what I thought. Governor of South Carolina. Was she a governor there or yeah. was she just a senator? I can't no, remember. She was a governor. Okay. But I think they're I think they're um can only do like I don't know. Two sessions at a time or whatever. I don't kinda know. Kinda like Florida. Florida's the same way. Uh, Vivek Ramaswamy. Vivek. We, Vivek. We know who he is. He's a he's a smooth talker. Mike Pence, you know who he is. He's the one that claims someone wanted him to get killed on January 6th, which no one did. <laughs> He's the one that didn't follow the Constitution. Yeah. Anyway, everyone anyway, knows yeah. who he is. And then Tim Scott. He's, I like Tim Scott. He's the senator. You know, he's pretty cool. I really like him as a person. Chris Christie, I, I just loathe him. But, you know, that's my opinion. Everyone's allowed to their own. And then there's, um, to us, a surprise um, guy that, <laughs> that no one's really talking about. Doug and you should Burgum. listen to him. And you really should listen to him. We've been listening to him for a little bit. And um, we listened to him. I guess if you watch the debate and then go back and listen to it on a podcast, you actually hear more. So I feel like we actually was able to hear Doug Burgum. And so, I think he was the smartest one there. What did, What do you think, James? Honestly, I thought he was the most qualified to be a leader. Not to sit up there and play the politics games like they do, which, okay, here's, here's the biggest moments that I've seen from last night or my take from all of this. You, here you go. You got Chris Christie. And he started out great and was given a, a, a couple of good answers. And then all of a sudden, he began to, you know, he started out great mm-hmm. and then he fell flat. Um, he tried the Donald Duck joke. It oh, was cringe. It, it <laughs> that was cringe. No one really liked it. Yeah, that was cringe. And, and like I say, and the more tr- that. He really tried to, to dog President Trump, and I think they weren't having it tonight. Well, and, and the thing with, with him is the thing, as the same as it was with all of them. What it sounded like more to me was campaign stump speech. 
Yes. You know, and, and the more that I sat there and listened to Chris Christie, the more I began to remember, dude, you left New Jersey governor's mansion with an 8% approval rating. You're, you're a failure. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want, you're, I might as well leave Joe Biden in there, man, to get you. <laughs> and then there was Tim Scott and, and the more I listened to that today, the, the, you know, I just felt bad for poor Tim. You know, he couldn't get a word in edgewise. No, he couldn't. Nikki Haley and DeSantis and Vivek. And he got mad. They just kept. Yes, he did. He, he got, got mad. mad. He he started just talking. Yeah, and they and they and they even cut his mic. I mean, they snubbed him and even cut his mic there. They really did. Yeah. Here, I'm going to play um, a video, a little mosh, a little mashup of the mess. Of last night, it was babe. chaotic. It was it, chaotic. It was a joke. It was laughable. It really was. So here, let's listen just for a little fun. Thank you for speaking while I'm interrupting. With former President Donald Trump, the undisputed frontrunner for the Republican nomination, GOP candidates fought for time to stand out from the pack as moderators lost control. Of the second Republican debate. <laughs> we, will get, we will get you some questions, but you're going to have to let us move on. Can China. I just say one thing? China is China. China, this is, China this is, is investing. Now. If you talk over everybody, please we lose time. If I may You can't be on both sides. Gentlemen, you'll have your turn. Stuart, can we get back to the question? No, we cannot. Governor DeSantis, I'm going straight. Sir, we will have to cut your mic, and I don't want to do that. You have more than time to explain your point. Well, if I was interrupted by a lot of people here and i want to be respectful because i believe you were respectful last bit but i do not if i may from one tim from one admirer of ronald reagan to another from one admirer of reagan to another we policy debate and scott couldn't get a word in edgewise thank you very much see that through go ahead may i remind everyone to keep within that time frame so that we can get as many questions in as possible this question for governor DeSantis. DeSantis, i have a question for you florida's new black history i want to hear about I Let's have a policy debate. What's going on? Total chaos. If, if any of those seven are, are in the White House, we're in trouble. <laughs> That's it. I'm, it's going to be nothing but chaos. Which, which it is now. Yeah, yeah. I can't even imagine. Being so like, it may be a little bit, a little bit more lighter form of chaos. But it'll still be chaos. <laughs> it will. But I, I I'm kind of the same way. Poor, poor old Doug Burgum. And, and if you listen to Doug, I think Doug probably was the smartest one on stage. You, you know what I mean? And when he could get a word in edgewise. When he could. But you know what? I heard him more than I heard Mike Pence. I didn't, and I didn't even hear no, Mike actually, Pence. No, actually, Pence had two minutes more talking time. I read this earlier. Oh, did Pence you? actually had two minutes more talking time than, than Burgum did. Oh. And Burgum... Uh, and what they were saying was that this in this debate, Burgum got eleven seconds less than he got in the time before. Oh, okay. So basically, it was, "Hey, I've got an answer. You shut up. We're gonna cut your mic." You yeah. know, and and I'm gonna tell you, here's here's what I believe. The reason that they're treating him that way is because if you listen to him, he's the only one that brought the topic of the problem. Yes. The the energy, the IT. You know, yes, the man he knows was really what he's talk, talking he says, about. What, what, he even said in here, but everyone talked over him. He said, I'm the only one that knows about tech, well, technology. That's, that's my point, is he was the only candidate on stage last night that could bring the topic up 
talk about the topic and give you a solution yes. to that problem. He was the only one that could do that. And the rest of them stood up there either acting like they were campaigning, like we heard, like I heard Michael Knowles say about it. He goes, man, are, what are they? Are they all running for senator? Yeah. Are they running for Congress? Well, running because for Congress. What, the things that they were talking about that they said they were going to do, they did. They sounded like they were campaigning for, for their for their mm-hmm. seat. Yes. Instead of debating issues and, and telling us what you're going to do to fix that problem, it's almost like they try to hide from each other what they're going to do. Well, if I tell you the solution to the problem, then you'll steal my idea and grift off of me. The vague. Yeah. Well, you know, the thing, the thing that I... I um, but that's just me. I'm just, I was thinking about that. I don't like Vivek. I'm not earlier, a Vivek Yeah, fan. I'm not a Vivek fan either. But I think what they did, what they're doing is they don't know. They don't know these answers. They have no plan. And, you know, I'm going to blame Fox News. I'm going to blame Fox (laughs) News for the questions that none of us Americans cared about. Right. I mean, nothing on there. LGBTQ. Well, my thing um, thing is... We care about education, but they solved no problem. None whatsoever did they give us a plan for our education. Did you say you're going to get rid of the the education department in the federal government? That's what you need to be doing. Right. You know, step up and give a plan. And and it wasn't a debate. It wasn't a debate format anyway. No. And because the reason is, is because you would sit there and watch them ask one candidate a question. Then they'd turn around and ask another candidate a different question. Ask this one question and do this just like you would in in any parliamentary procedure. You ask a question, you give that man this much time. As soon as he finishes his answer, you move to the next man and you go down all seven of them. That's how you debate. Did they forget how? Well, you've seen what it was. Oh, it was chaos. And I think it's there on purpose. I really think that they're putting these... I really feel sorry for them now. Yeah. Because they are the ones that are supposed to be running a debate. Well, even they are thinking they're going to have a debate. I remember one asking, hey, are you going to ask me that question? Okay, exactly. And and here's here's what I mean with, with Fox News being the moderator of this debate. Fox News was out to push their own agenda. Right from the very start, you could see that they were. Because the, one of the very first things they talked about is amnesty. Well, that's what I heard. I heard that they put videos all up in there about amnesty. Yeah. Because that's what Fox but, News but here, wants. Here's Fox News's game. And this is why, This I'm just trying to get my point here. This is why they put Bergham down here on the end and they snubbed him was because they didn't want to hear him give good answers. They didn't. That's exactly what right. What the people want. They didn't want to hear solutions. They wanted to hear all that bullshit that those guys were pulling up there. You know, yeah. Nikki Haley included. You know, oh Nikki Haley, she. They, I'm tar- I'm sorry, but she was acting like a a little bee. Yeah, I'm just gonna say it. Well, she even told Vivek that he was dumb. Well, yeah. Anything coming out of your mouth makes me feel dumb. And and think about how they how they did answer questions. And I'm not being unfair. I'm just saying they would get asked a specific question. And I think there was once or twice you had talked about this. Me and you had talked about this. Questions would be asked, and then they would go off on some rant and not answer the question. The the one you said telling me about earlier with Dana Perino, when she asked Christy. 
Was it him? Oh, Obamacare. Obamacare. Oh man. Yeah. When she That's asked what him we about need to Obamacare. When she asked about Obamacare and uh-huh. he totally went elsewhere. Right. You know, and <clears throat> honestly, this should have been at the top. Yeah. Like where did that go? Where did Obamacare go when we really wanted to repeal it? You know, why why um didn't that go further? You know, so I'm I it's really upset me that and then people are going, Well, everyone likes Obamacare now. No. Yeah, I heard somebody say that too. No, we don't like Obamacare. Do I, you not realize that our insurance sucks? <laughs> that the price is so high. There are people that can't afford yeah. insurance and they don't have it. And then, you know, they were having to pay this fine because they can't yeah. afford the insurance. Like, what? If, if it's supposed to be for everybody, why isn't it for everybody? Right. Well, you know, wasn't it, wasn't it Nikki Haley though? And, and I think that, that she made the, probably the best point about it was tort reform has a lot to do with that too well you know this obamacare has just turned our our system into doing things a certain way instead of really looking i mean just think when you go to the doctor now they sit with their back to you in front of a computer they're not looking at you they're not talking to you and finding out who you are and and how you are um doing really right they're they're on this computer, reading whatever is there, and you have to answer all these questions. And by the questions that you answer, right or wrong, whatever, then they decide what's wrong with you or not wrong with you because you might be missing a symptom or not tell them a symptom. I mean, I despise the way doctors are now. Yeah, it's a different it's a different thing, I guess. I don't go to the doctor a whole lot, but yeah. But it is, it is way different than when we were younger. Yeah. You have to admit, when you go to a doctor now, they're not looking at you. Anyway, but um, let's see who else. There was a lot of one-liners. Everyone knows. You heard about Senator Tim Scott. He's one of two politicians from South Carolina on the debate stage currently looking to, to get Mr. Trump by double-digit margin. Got into a one-liner action himself. <laughs> Mocking Mr. Biden's... Build back better inflation boondoggle. Mr. Scott termed it build back broker. That was his one-liner. Yeah. Pretty cringy. Yeah, it was cringy. And everybody knows Governor uh, Christie's. Yeah, the Donald Duck. Donald Duck. Like that ain't been used before. You know, that's so old. That was like the first one they said about him. Yeah, DeSantis fell too, man. He fell pretty hard with his... With his comment about President Trump's missing in action. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. I got something on that, while, by the way. Yeah. While, Listen at this. Well, yeah, while, the, while the Governor DeSantis is running around campaigning all over the country, leaving his leaving Florida oh, high yeah. and dry. Look, this is a um, little 20-second clip. I got to start it from the beginning. Uh-oh in action he should be on this stage tonight he owes it to you to defend his record where they added 7.8 trillion to the debt that set the stage for the inflation that we have now i'm joe biden and i approve this message and look you know what who they else did is missing in action look Don- what look what they did that's smart you know and everyone's been talking about it all day joe biden has it now he has it now so yep. why did ron DeSantis? Why do you think? That was the most 
foolish. Why do you think? I just couldn't. I'm just do you, was amazed. Do you see how they are? Do you see? I, that's why. Yeah, they are. They're all together. It's the uniparty. And right. President Trump is not part of that. That's why they hate him. And the one thing they did not talk about last night was the fact that our justice system and President Joe Biden are going after his main political rival, trying to jail him. Not one word. Not one word. Not one word. Nothing they, about the weaponization of our government. Not about the DOJ. They're not going to fight any of that. Nothing about Biden and his criminal activities. Nothing. 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 Yeah. That's why it was a joke. Nobody cares. Yeah. I mean, that isn't what the Nobody American cares. people. I mean, I didn't hear them talk about one thing about the economy and how bad it is right now. You know, and and how people are hurting out there. To me, it seemed like they were all about themselves. Mm -hmm. You know, exactly. the only person I feel like was not about himself, and he really sound like he's. I'm really going to have to look up more this Burgum, Doug Burgum, because he really talked about his state, about North Dakota, about North Dakota, yeah. and what he's done there. And no one is listening to him. Yeah, I seen an interview of him after the debate last night. It was on. K, oh, it was on KFYRTV.com. Yeah. And, uh, it was a re really good, really good post-debate interview. You know, and that was one of the things that he said. He said, you know, I, we, I wanted to have a chance to tell people about North Dakota and tell our story. Uh-huh. He really, I mean, he really sounds and that he's, genuine. It, yeah, and that he, he does stand for the for the farmers that are out there and for, and for the American people. Yeah. You know, and, and that's what and I North said Dakota earlier. North Dakota doesn't get on the map very good. Well, and, that, and like I say, and that's what I said, maybe he's, maybe it's just because he's not well known. You know, maybe that's what it is. I don't know. I, I feel I think like. He's to America I, first. I, that's what I was going to say. I feel like mm -hmm. it could, because if you sit back and you begin to search for a lot of these articles, they all tend to dog him for some reason. And like I say, that's why that to me, that's why they pushed him off to the side because he was the only one that would discuss the topic at hand. Yes, and he was the only one that was willing to give a solution to it. Yes, and he's the only one that stood to the side while they were acting up. Because I just watched. Yeah, this video. And he gets th he and, gets threatened to have his mic cut off. Yep. Yeah, it's pitiful. Yeah, that's that's, that's pitiful. Fox News for you. That that's, that's what we have media. to work with. <laughs> you know, we listen to a lot of people today for content and just for information. And I, I heard someone say that it was <laughs> the worst and most embarrassing Republican debate they had ever watched. Oh yeah. That's, that's I the mean, quality of who wants to lead your country. And that's, that's what they were leading. They were saying, this is what you get to lead your country now. I mean, even back in 2016, you had some, some humdingers. You had Ted Cruz, you know, and many other well, you, really good You had people, people. That, seemed, that seemed concerned to fix problems. Yes. Yeah, you know, and but now this, we're right back into what whoa. we're in. Yeah. Remember back when Obama was running and we had Romney and all them, and that's who the we had to choose from, yeah, and we were like, God, because what the heck? Where are we getting our people from? Yep. And now we know. Yeah. It, I mean, we really have learned a lot about how they select who's yeah. going to be president. It's amazing.
hey thanks for listening to us tonight thanks for listening to us ramble on i hope you did learn something and then again it's really all just fun thanks for listening says this thing working i'm denise i'm james and we're out we're out before we leave i got something else to say please share with all your friends like follow and please if you ever get on rumble can you follow me i need three more three more people three more followers on there so i can live stream help me out thank you for listening is this thing working i'm denise and i'm james and we're out